Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it. As we always do, this is Monday Morning Discipleship, our Monday Morning Discipleship Podcast. As always, we like to come on each and every Monday morning, uh, try to give you an additional word to supplement uh, what you may have heard on Sunday. And so um, we're into a new series. We're going to continue our series by prayer and fasting, by prayer and fasting. This is part two of our series, our new series by prayer and fasting. And we're going to be talking uh, over the next uh, few weeks, probably the next couple of months. Let me say it like that, because uh, um, last week, we, as we started this, we said that we were going to continue this all the way uh, into the new year, all the way to the end of the year and going into the new year. Um, if the Lord let us live, um, because we, we often and, and I thought about this before we get into uh, our thoughts on today and get into some scripture. Um, so many times we wait until December, we wait till close to the end of the year to start, uh, preparing for the new year, you know, preparing spiritually for the new year. And then the Lord just impressed it upon me to say, talk about prayer for the next two months. You know, we're coming into a time where we just came off a, an election, uh, where it was contentious and it's still quite contentious, uh, quite honestly in this nation. And, uh, Prayer is essential, particularly for those of us that are saved, those of us that are in the body of Christ. Prayer is essential. And so God just said to me, you need to talk about fasting and prayer all the way to the end of the year. And uh, we're going to have this discussion not only here. And I, I think I shared this last week. I'm going to share it on my radio broadcast as well. We're going to talk about prayer and fasting all the way until the new year. So so without further ado, let me get into uh, part two on today. We talked last week. Uh, we were dealing with. Uh, with the uh, demon possessed boy who, who, who father, uh, whose father brought him to Jesus and Jesus told his disciples, his disciples could not drive out the demon. Um, Jesus told his disciples at this kind, and he basically told them this kind, this, this type of, uh, this type of, of prayer, this type of uh, uh, rather uh, driving out this type, this kind in Mark chapter nine. Um, he said, this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. And Jesus was stressing to them, as we talked last week, we were in Matthew. Uh, Jesus was talking to them about mustard seed faith, right? So this kind, this kind comes out uh, by prayer and fasting. And so, so as we ended last week, uh, we said we we're going to touch on the model prayer. And I'm going to be here for a couple of weeks. I'm going to be dealing with uh, Matthew chapter six, where uh, Jesus teaches his disciples the model prayer. And we stressed last week, this is not the Lord's prayer. And I, I still, for the life of me, can't figure out how we got to a place where we started calling this the Lord's Prayer, maybe because Jesus was saying it. But we always have to explain this, that this is not the Lord's Prayer. This is the model prayer or the disciples' prayer. Jesus taught them to pray saying this, because there are things in the model prayer or the disciples' prayer that does not apply to Jesus. Therefore, it could not be his prayer. But anyway. Let's go through this tomato prayer. And, and I wanted to share some thoughts on this. And like I said, I'm going to share uh, for a couple of weeks uh, in Matthew chapter six. I'm going to be looking at verses five all the way down to let me see here, all the way down to verse 18, because um, afterwards, after Jesus teaches them this prayer, we touched on uh, those latter verses last week. Jesus talks to them about fasting. And so um, l- let's go right to the scripture. I'm going to deal in scripture today. Um, for the next uh, 10, 10, 12 minutes here, and then we'll get out the way and then we'll come back next week and do some more of this. Um, we talk about prayer. We're talking about 
our prayer life, our communication with God. And and we need that, y'all. We need that. And and Jesus, even we looked at that that Mark nine uh, situation with the demonic boy. Um, it, it's it's not beyond the Christian to get to a place where we start going through the motions, and we forget to pray, and earnest earnestly pray and talk to the Lord. Earnestly pray, keep your prayer life in order. Talk to the Lord. Don't just you know go through the motions. Right. And what Jesus was really saying to his disciples is that you all need to be operating in this way. You all need to be operating in prayer. You all need to be uh, working towards that. You all need to be doing those types of things. You cannot haphazardly go about this discipleship thing because at any moment. Somebody's going to come to you with something heavy. And, and, and Jesus saying them that you can't just walk around just laying hands on people this kind as he said, comes out by prayer and fasting. So when we look at Matthew six, Jesus starts off in verse five. And this is, this is why we, we, we stress this. And this is the disciples prayer. It's the model prayer. This is not, you know, this is not the, the, the Lord's prayer. Jesus starts off by saying new King James version, Matthew six. And when you pray, so right away, Jesus is saying, this is for you. I'm teaching you how to pray. When you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corner and on the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place, and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. When you pray, when you pray, let me, let me go on to verse seven before I talk about this verse seven, it says, and when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Right? So Jesus is saying here, there's a private conversation that you need to constantly be having with God. He says here, you shouldn't be like the hypocrites who love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners on the street that they may be seen of men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have the reward. Jesus said, those of us that are showy with our prayer, we like to stand out and we like to everybody to see me praying and everybody to know um, when he talked about vain repetitions that I use big words when I pray and all these other things. Jesus is talking about your prayer life. He's saying this is an intimate thing. If you look at this, and I'm not saying that, that, that we shouldn't pray in public. Jesus is not, not by any means telling you that we shouldn't pray in public. Yeah, there is room for corporate prayer. When we get later into the series, I'm going to deal with some pages from my book, uh, The Power in Your Prayers. We talk about corporate prayer and individual prayer and accessory prayer, those types of things. But Jesus is saying, first off, prayer is an intimate thing. And understand me, even when we're doing it corporately, that is an intimate thing. I don't want to get ahead of myself because there's some notes I want to share with you from the book. But 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 he starts off by saying this. When you pray. This is about you. When you pray, don't be like them when they pray. When you pray, make it intimate. Verse six. But when you pray, but you, he said, but you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in the secret place. Make it intimate. Make the connection with God. Again, as we hurry on to the end of this year, 
We need to be seeking a more intimate connection with God. Can I say this to you all in, in, in the midst of, of political strife and unrest in this country um, by, you know, really emanating from the top. I don't care which side of this that you're on. Um, if, if, if you're Republican and you're listening to this podcast right now and you're in denial about what the leadership was doing, you, you need to go into your secret closet and talk to the Lord about it. Now, you, you may have voted for this man because you liked his policies or or, you know, his racism or whatever didn't bother you. I don't want to get too heavy because because I got podcasts. I got other podcasts for that. But at the same time, when you see everything that's going on in this nation. And I'll even say it like this. If you are a Republican and you're listening to me and you think the problem is on the other side, you should have an intimate enough relationship with God to say, I'm going to go in prayer and I'm going to talk to the Lord and I'm going to ask the Lord to give me clarity about this situation. Right. But this, it starts, prayer starts with an intimate relationship. And I think what Jesus is saying here in this text here, he's saying that the people, the hypocrites who stand out in the open, so everybody can see them. He said they've got their reward because what they really want is attention. They're not really trying to get God's attention. They want your attention. But Jesus is saying to his disciples here before he takes them into this model prayer, you need to do this on an intimate level with God. As we head towards the end of the year, again, if the Lord lets us live to see the next year, we need to become more intimate with God on an individual level level. It's good. To, again, I'm going to tell you all about it in the coming weeks. Corporate prayer, God calls for it. Intercessory prayer, praying for other people, God calls for it. But you have to have an intimate prayer life. You have to have the intimate relationship with God to where you can go into the secret place and it's just you and God. You go into that secret place and Jesus says here, right? But you, when you pray, go into your room and when you have shut the door, because I want you to hear me good. Close it off. It don't need to be going out into the wherever you are. This close the door. Shut the door. Pray to your father who is in the secret place. It's just me and you, God. I came to talk to you. And by the way, let me say this as a side note. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It don't always have to be problems in your life when you go to your secret place and talk to God. Let me tell you something about Reverend Jackson. I have a lot of conversations with God, just me and God. And they're not always about God. God, you know, I got these problems. Lord, you know, this is going on. Lord, you know, uh, there ain't enough money. Lord, you know, there ain't enough. I don't know if ministry is going the way I think it should go. It's not always just, you know, Lord, these are my issues. And understand this. God is available to listen to my issues. God don't mind me bringing my issues. But sometimes I'm just talking to the Lord, just talking to the Lord. Let, let me explain it like this. It's good to talk to somebody who understands. And every time you talk to them, they understand. Yeah, yeah. God knows what you're going through. He knows what your struggles are. Right. And so sometimes I just sit and I just talk to God. And say, Lord, these are, you know, th this is this is how grateful I am to what you've done. God, thank you for keeping us in the middle of a pandemic. God, this is how grateful I am. God, thank you for for all that you've done for me in a dry season. God, thank you for keeping me until I got to a place where I was no longer in a dry season. Lord, protect me while I'm in a season. I'm not saying I'm in surplus, but, but, but where I am right now, keep me, God. Th those are conversations that I have with God. 
Lord, thank you for healthy children. Thank you for keeping my mom, Lord. And I just sit there and talk to God. Lord, do you see what's going on in this nation? I know you see it, God. I know you're moving right now, God. I know you got a plan for this whole thing. And I know this all is going to work out according to your will and according to your way. So, so the conversations that I have with God, it is on an intimate level. It doesn't have to involve everybody. It doesn't have to be about what everybody else is doing or what everybody else is saying. Right. So I come into my secret place. And listen, let me, let me make a statement on that. Your secret place don't have to necessarily be a set place. Your secret place could simply be wherever I go and just pull up or close the door and lock everybody out and just say, Lord, let's talk. Right. So that's secret place. And, and he says, this got to be intimate. Don't go to God haphazardly and don't go to God how you see other people go to God. He, he tells them the hypocrites have their reward. You don't have to model this after what other people are doing. Have an intimate relationship with God. And watch this. If you do go to God in prayer and say, Lord, I need you to do something for me. Jesus says here and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Right. But then he says this, y'all, as we hurry on, I'm getting ready to wrap this up in a few minutes. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think they will be heard for their many words. God. And, and this is every time I have to teach from this, I say this. God is not impressed with your vocabulary. Because whatever you have, God gave it to you. He's not impressed. God is not moved one way or the other by our, oh my God, they said that. Oh my God, they use that terminology because y'all, y'all know in the church now, these days, we love to use certain terminology. We love to, and I'm not going to get into all of them today, but we love there's certain phrases and things that we like to say within our, our prayer. And, and it really is for people to hear. We, oh, they use that word. God is not impressed. I often tell people this, especially young people. When I would teach them, they would say, uh, Reverend Jackson, how do I talk to God? I say, you talk to God just like you're talking to me right now. Obviously, you got to have reverence and respect for God, but God understands your language. You don't have to change up. You don't have to use biblical words. Just talk to God the same way that you're talking to me. He understands your language. He gave you your language. God is not confused by your terminology. You talk to him like you're talking to any other friend, right? You know, and so he says that don't use vain repetitions. He said, for they think they will be heard for their many words. Let me touch on that very quickly before I get out of here on today. There are many words. You ain't got to say a whole lot to God. You can say, Lord, and, and then just get to the point. Listen, there is a time. Let me say it like this. There is a time where you ought to go through the motions of prayer. What I mean when I say that there are times definitely to get on your knees and, and talk to God in a formal way. There are times for that, but listen, as, as, as issues happen in our life, sometimes we don't, we ain't got time to be formal. Lord, I need you. Lord, I can't believe what's going on on this job. Lord, I can't believe what's going on in the neighborhood. Lord, I can't believe what's going on in my family, in my marriage, in my finances. Lord, I can't believe what's going on in this nation. Sometimes you just talk to God and I guarantee you that he hears you. So even let me explain it like this as well. My prayer life. In most on most days, y'all. My prayer life is just like I'm talking to you right here through this microphone. I will be sitting in my office and I will just be sitting here talking to God. 
conversing with him because we're intimate. We have a relationship where I can just kick back and sit on my couch and say, Lord, let me tell you some things that's on my heart right now. Lord, let me, let me, let me put some things in your ear right now, God. Right. So, so, so then they think they'll be hearing from their many words. Let me deal with this. Uh, verse eight. Therefore, do not be like them. Watch this. For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. So uh, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into the model prayer today. We, we, we led up to it. Um, I'll, I'll read it very quickly. Look in this manner, therefore pray our father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. This is new King James version, by the way, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And then two of my favorite verses in the Bible, when Jesus says them, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. My book, An Act of Grace, came right from there. <laughs> right from there. Forgiveness and reconciliation God's way. Stop talking about who you ain't going to forgive and think you're going to heaven anyhow. But anyway, let me back up here. Let me back up here. Jesus says here in verse 8, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna touch this one more time, and then we're out of here on today. Therefore, do not be like them, those hypocrites, those fancy prayers that, that think that only God can hear them because they know big fancy words. Do not be like them. And why did Jesus say that? For your father knows the things that you have need of before you ask him. Let me explain it like this. And then, then we're done. You know, those of us, uh, most of you probably have this testimony where when you wanted something from your parents, you tried to butter them up first. Let me go and talk to him this way or be nice. or let me be extra nice and clean my room or take out the trash, <laughs> not make them have to ask me twice to do something. Right. Because I'm trying to butter you up so I can get something. Right. You don't have to go through that with God. Jesus says, listen, all of these big words and all this, this stuff that they doing and all this put as, as, as the old folks used to say, putting on airs, all this stuff that they're doing. God, God don't need all of that. He already know what you need before you even ask him. So my suggestion is just sit down and talk to God. Listen, as we head towards this end of the year, many of you that are listening to me have needs. There's some things that you're in need of because we're struggling right now in this nation. Just talk to God. Just talk to him. You don't have to do anything special and anything particular. Just say, Lord, you, you, you know what I need, but I want to, I want to spell it out for you. And I, and you don't have to go through all of that, all that extra. I'm just going to talk to you, God. I'm just going to tell you what I need. We intimate, right? We're close. I should be able to come to you with anything, right? You told me to come. You told me to cast my care upon you because you care about me. So you told me to come with you with anything. So I'm here, God. And I just want to tell you what's on my mind. Prayer really is that simple, y'all. I, I, I don't want, and again, as we go through these weeks, 
I, I pray that I don't make it seem as if prayer is a complicated thing. And I think a lot of people aren't praying like they should because they think it's complicated. Prayer itself is not complicated. As we discussed in the last two podcasts, as I said to you all this, this, this during this podcast, well, I said there are times where you got to put a little, put a little extra into it. As we said, you got to put your back into it. There are times where you have to petition God a little bit heavier than you normally would, because sometimes we're facing stuff that requires us again by prayer and fasting. When Jesus says this kind only comes out by prayer and fasting. There are some times where it's a little bit heavy and you can't just be casual about it. There needs to be some urgency. As we said last week, a fervent prayer. There are certain situations in your life where you got to put a little extra into it. And again, that does not mean that when you pray in other situations that you're not earnest or you don't believe or you don't have the faith. You can be casual with God, but sometimes there's an urgency. And it that kind requires prayer and fasting. We're going to get to the fasting. But we just want to talk to you about prayer right now. So I'm a little bit over. That's all the time that we got for this week. By prayer and fasting. Have that intimacy with God. Go into your secret place. Get to a place where you're intimate with God. Everything that you do with God ain't got to be out in the open. But the Bible says that God will reward you in front of everybody. People will be like, how are you you being blessed like this? You don't know what we've been talking about behind closed doors. So that's all the time that we got for this week. A Monday morning discipleship by prayer and fasting. I'm excited about this series, y'all. Again, we're going to pick it up again on next week in Matthew chapter six. We're going to go a little bit deeper into that model prayer and go line by line and kind of break some things down and pull some things out. So we're going to pick it up again uh, there on next week. Listen, let me give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, check us out at the ministry's website. That website, www.krjministries.org. One more time www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, best way to do that is to find us at the publishing website, that website, www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www.krjpublishing.com. Again, we always encourage you to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so already. Like it, share it, give us your feedback. Um, invite somebody to like to listen to the podcast. If it's been a blessing to you, we would definitely, definitely appreciate that. That's all the time that we got for the Purpose and Beyond podcast, our Monday morning discipleship, uh, our new series by prayer and fasting. So we hope that you enjoyed what you heard on today and uh, we will see you all on next time. Be blessed. <laughs>